You're listening to Shit Adults Never Taught Us, the podcast where we talk shit in a good way. Hi, everybody. Okay, today is a solo episode that I am fairly confident is going to resonate with like four people. I'm going to tell a story. I'm having a hard time figuring out how to articulate exactly how I feel, so it's more how I felt because I'm a few months removed from this, but I want you guys to listen to the story, get to the end, and take what you can from it because I think this is a universal feeling and it's not exclusive to this situation or this instance, but I don't know. I guess that's for you guys to decide. So the story is that between season two and season three, there was about a year. During that year, I, along with my boyfriend, purchased a house. We closed on the house in April 2022, right as the market was turning, and it was a little bit tough to stomach that we were watching prices drop as things were going through escrow and closing, but that's definitely not what this story is about. That's a totally different one. For this, I... We knew when we were walking through the house the very first time, every single inch of this place was going to be different. It needed a new roof. It needed a new HVAC. It needed a lot of work. But beyond that, our vision was extensive. And the ceiling, the walls, the windows, the floors, the doors, we were bringing it from five bedrooms to four bedrooms. We were bringing every single inch of this place to a more modern look, We had this vision, and it meant that every centimeter of this entire house was going to be renovated. He had contractors that he trusted and worked with before. I did a lot of research, as a producer does, to make sure we found the right person. I felt really confident in the work. We had the money. We could afford it. We did everything right. We started the work May. We moved in in July. Now, when I say we moved in, what had been done so far was the roof, the HVAC, the windows, all the dusty stuff that makes it like just unlivable, you know, where it's like hard to breathe. All the really dusty stuff had been done. What we'd also renovated was the upstairs bathroom, the main bedroom, the guest room, and my office. Everything else, including the kitchen, the living room, the dining room, his office, all unusable, all under construction. What this also meant is that six days a week, Monday through Saturday, we had people at the house. I work from home. There was always noise. There's always music. You eventually get used to it. And I thought I was used to it. But what I didn't realize is I was drained. It took from when we moved in in July, it took about a month, maybe two, for me to just be exhausted. And it wasn't the kind of exhaustion of, I'm never alone, although that was a component of it. It was more, I have given all of myself, all of my energy, all of my spare time, every ounce of being within me to this project. And because of that, the energy I have left over for friends, family, work, everything felt forced. It felt depleted because I was waiting for this to get fun. So many people, when you buy a house and you say, I'm renovating a house, they're like, oh, that's so fun. And it is at the end. 
But when you're in it, a day can feel like a month. The decisions can feel monumental. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of money. It takes a toll. And I was ready when I thought was ready physically. Every single weekend was a project. Every new obstacle I had a plan for. Everybody says when you renovate a house, you should just plan for it to take twice as long, be twice as expensive. I planned for that. I did. What I didn't expect was the emotional toll and the level of exhaustion that was unlike tired. It wasn't just, I need a nap. That wasn't it. The exhaustion was, I feel depleted. And it borderlines depression. I think it shares a lot of commonalities of depression because you feel like you have nothing left to give. There are aspects of your life that you feel you're letting go of or letting fall by the wayside while you focus on other aspects. And the expectation of what I thought it was would be wasn't what it was. Everybody kept saying, this is going to be so fun. This is going to be so invigorating. It's everybody's dream right now. Everyone your age is dreaming of a house and you got to do it. You have a house in Los Angeles. And for that, I'm incredibly grateful. And I don't take that for granted. All I'm saying from this particular conversation is that while I was incredibly grateful, I was also incredibly exhausted. I felt defeated. I felt like problems were bigger than they actually were. I felt like they were stacking on top of each other. Even on the most simple days, I felt like I couldn't relax. I was always, there was something to do. And if I didn't do it, it felt like I wasn't being productive. If I didn't give all of myself, it felt like I was disappointing the dream of what I had for this house and this project. And every single decision was like, it's monumental. This could shape the identity of the house. If I can't make a decision, it could delay things. It was a lot of pressure. And the pressure wasn't something that I had expected. I had planned for a longer timeline and more money or whatever the stereotypical house renovation things were. I think when something unexpectedly takes your energy, it's hard to handle. Because for me, There were aspects of this that I couldn't explain and still to this day can't really explain the feeling. It was very similar to disappointment, but it wasn't disappointment because I was thrilled at every milestone. I loved watching this come together. There wasn't an aspect of disappointment. And now that I'm on the other side of it, it was 100% worth it. I would do it all over again. I love how it turned out. I think every aspect of the meticulous details was worth it. But in the moment, it felt like it would never end. There was very little light at the end of the tunnel. And I think because of that, it wasn't disappointment, but it was near it, where I didn't know how much this would take for me, how much of a draining, exhausting experience this was going to be, despite the fact that I rarely lifted a hammer. I was not the one building walls. I did not have to do all the physical labor. It was an emotional and almost mental exhaustion. And so what I'm trying to say, I know that, again, this story probably resonates with like four people in here, and that's fine. But I think it's a universal theme in adulthood. When there is an experience that came about in a way that almost is exactly how you thought it would be, but somehow took more from you energetically than you expected, 
you question yourself. You go, well, I planned for all of the unexpected. I worried about it. None of the things I worried about came true, really. I knew that there would be some obstacles, and there were, and I got over them, and I'm out the other side exactly like I thought I would be. But the exhaustion in the middle is not easy to explain. And I don't know the words, which is why I'm having a hard time articulating this particular feeling. But I think what it is, is it's almost a disappointment of a vision or an expectation. And when reality sets in, even if it's really close to that vision, and it's not exactly energetically, emotionally, mentally what you thought it would take from you, you feel defeated. And I really do think that defeat is probably the best word for it because while I felt that maybe it was a disillusion or disenchantment, the illusion was never broken. I was getting exactly what I wanted out of the situation and it was almost exactly how I imagined it. What wasn't right was the feeling inside of me, this unsettled limbo, this need to feel and grasp the normality that I was used to and reconcile it with what was now feeling like a new normal, that I had lost a lot of control in the comforts of my life, that there was this unsettled feeling within me that wasn't fixable at the exact moment that I wanted it to be. And I just, I know there's a lot of scenarios where this applies, And so I'm just saying to let the idea of something go. The idea that I should be thrilled and happy at every single step of something is unrealistic. The idea that something's going to go exactly how I imagined it in my head is unrealistic. And when there is a feeling that creeps in that you're like, this isn't supposed to be here. Why are you here? Go away. That feeling doesn't make sense. It's okay. It's there for a reason. And I still, on the other side of it, don't have a true explanation for why I felt that. There wasn't a single moment or a single day or anything other than the fact that it felt like it was constant and it impacted me and the feeling of being settled more than I thought. I was living in limbo for six months. Every time I went to the kitchen, it was a reminder that there was construction. I was never really alone. I didn't have this safe space, this comfortable space. And I think that that was disappointing. When you are planning something and you go, I'm going to move into these few rooms while the other ones are worked on, you think those rooms will sort of be a sanctuary and they never were. They were beautiful and they were renovated perfectly, but they were never the sanctuary or the escape that I thought they would be. The unsettled feeling isn't about the situation. It's about the vision and it, while you compromise even the feelings you thought you would have about a situation and the dream you thought you would have of how you would handle all of the various obstacles, you can get disappointed in yourself for not feeling the way you thought you would. At least I did. I don't know exactly what the lesson or the takeaway is and I know that that's very different than most other solo episodes. But on the other side, all I can say is that there is another side and there's always a way out of it. And when you feel unsettled and in limbo, finding the things that do give you comfort, taking a break, 
knowing that a timeline is irrelevant if it's costing you anything like anxiety, depression, or just general exhaustion, take a break. Just remember that there is another side to it, that you will feel settled and comfortable again. You will find the things that you originally went into whatever project or scenario this is. You will find those things. They might take a little bit more digging. It might not be as clear and obvious as you thought, but they'll come. The feelings that you wanted will happen. The excitement, the joy, the reasons why you took this on, they'll all come true. But sometimes there's some stuff in the middle of it that gets in the way and is unexpected. And that's okay too. I hope you guys enjoyed this for whoever has made it this far along. Thank you so much for tuning in to another solo episode, another stream of consciousness rant, and I hope this helped at least one person out there who's just feeling a little weird and has this feeling of exhaustion and defeat without the words to articulate it. You're not alone. I feel it too. Please tune in next week. We have another guest who I think you guys are going to love, but until then, have a great week. That's all for today's episode. Check back in next week to talk a little more shit with me. In the meantime, be sure to grab your copy of Shit Adults Never Taught Us on Amazon and Barnes & Noble to learn all the shit adults never taught us. And in case no one told you this week, you're killing it. So keep going, you genuine badass.